This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Hi, welcome to Business Influencers. Hope everybody's having a great week. My name again is Chris Salem. I'm your host. Again, we want to thank you if it's your first time here at Business Influencers or your first time with the Towel Radio part of the Touch of Life Foundation. We are pleased that you are here. And again, the show continues to grow each and every week because listeners like you keep coming in and looking for information from experts that are sharing their words of wisdom and insights to elevate your level of business influence and your business to the next level. Feel free to also check us out on YouTube and also on our Apple and Spotify channels as well. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types an opportunity to rekindle old relationships and perhaps meet new people for the first time. Now, this is a membership program, meaning that it takes all the noise out of social media, allowing you to come in and generate genuine and authentic relationships with people that you choose to communicate with. You can form different groups, not only with the people from your school, but perhaps other groups as well and ways that can now you can collaborate and perhaps maybe land your next job or opportunity or next business venture. If you'd like some more information on Alumni Direct, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about close the deal, how to influence, persuade and seduce your clients. Yes. This is key, especially in the in the world that we live in with all this noise and all the technology that gives access to people at any given moment. You have to be proactive and up to speed in how you can create more influence and persuade and seduce your clients. We're gonna be here with Paul Atkinson. Paul says that why more than 70% of salespeople fail is something that not many of us can quite understand much less even know what to do to avoid being pushed out of sales careers totally. Paul is the author of the book, The Five Steps of Sale. The creator of the 90-Day Business Accelerator has cracked the code on how to close 99% of your presentations as a salesperson. For more than three decades, he has helped thousands of salespeople create a six-figure and up income consistently. His secret sauce has allowed him to thrive in all areas of his sales career landing him in the top 1% nationally. Now, Paul shares a secret that uses a nuclear mindset, PE, that's an acronym for positive expectations, daily routine, and the five steps of the cell selling system combined for you to always win each day. Paul has been deploying these techniques and systems to close 99% of his presentations, and so can you. We are delighted to share these ideas with you today. And without further ado, we welcome Paul Atkinson to the show. How you doing, Paul? Chris, thank you so much. I am doing amazing. It's a good day to be here and I'm delighted. Such a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to see you and uh, thank you very much everyone for having me. Well, we, it is such a pleasure to have you here at Business Influencers and also with the Touch of Life Foundation. You know, Paul, there's, you know, sales is, you know, is the lifeblood of any organization. It's the lifeblood of anybody's livelihood when you think about business in general, whether if you are involved directly or indirectly. Can you talk a little bit about the, you know, just to set the stage, the evolution of where sales it was, you know, was, where it is and where it's going. And then we can get into talking a little bit about what are some of the better ways moving forward in this 
you know, in, the, in this landscape of sales that we live in and operate in, what can work better? Well, absolutely, Chris. Sales have been around since the beginning of time. I mean, you know, one of my favorite books uh, from Ogmandino, it is The World's Greatest Salesman. Some of us have read that book and, you know, it talks about, um, you know, Jafat who was out there trying to sell this robe. Think about it. Many, many, many years ago. But sales have been around for so many times. The issue with sales is that, in my opinion, a lot of people don't realize that it is a systematic approach. How you take a prospect from beginning to close. It's a systematic approach. And I would say that uh, a lot of people, I would believe, take this for granted. We don't know. Statistics show, I mean, Harvard research shows that even um, when they did research on 700,000 salespeople, they discovered that more than 74% of these salespeople would fail. And when they fail, uh, it's many reasons. Uh, there's no approach, systematic approach to how you execute your sales presentation. And not only that, just the lifestyle, life cycle of your sale, understanding the sales process. So it's been around for a long time. But who has the secret sauce? That's the question. <laughs> well, let's uh, now that we're on now, and you did a great explanation to that. So the, let's get into the secret sauce. I mean, we we've all heard about how to persuade and how to influence and in all those things. There's so many, you know, different people for, that have been in sales and a lot of gurus out there. But now that, you know, let's talk about that secret sauce that you talked about closing the deal, especially in this complex world that we live in, in terms of how people do business nowadays with all the technology and people having so many filters, you know, to kind of like close people down now because they get so inundated what you can share that really could help take that percentage and get it back up to like you said 99 percent absolutely chris well the secret sauce is uh what i discovered many many years ago and the story behind it is how did i discover it well i was forced into sale somewhere in 1992 president clinton came into office and i was on board a ship called the USS Forstall. I was in the military. That ship was called to be decommissioned. Now, I had done seven years at that time as electrician in the Navy, working in the boiler rooms, working in the engine room for seven years. I was very comfortable being an electrician, but because the ship was decommissioned, I was on vacation. My supervisor, Chief Crunk, decides that, oh, Let's pick recruiting duty for Atkinson. So I come back from vacation. I said, Chief, what's up, man? I wanted to go to Puerto Rico. He <laughs> says, no. He says, no, 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 no. You are articulate and you wait till you see what recruiting does for you. I cursed him out. I was my young 20s. I'm like, what the heck? Okay. So I went to school to learn how to be a salesperson with the Navy. And then they threw me into Camden, New Jersey. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was to recruit the students in the high school. I had to go around. And somewhere along the line, I was not getting the children in school. I could, I wasn't closing. I was crying. I started to cry. I started to feel bad. I was getting a divorce. It was crazy. It was crazy. And then something just clicked. 
and I started to figure things out. I said to myself, wait a second, hold on. If electrical circuits have like resistors and they flow, electricity flow, flows this way. And there's a pattern of how things, this happens first, then this, then this. I said, the sales must be the same. Hence, the five steps of the sale. You have to follow a pattern, a, a, a precise system. First step, step one is conversation. Step two is curiosity. Step three is conviction. Step four is desire. And step five is close. So I started to do this, Chris. Hmm. Next thing you know, it became easy. At the end of my tour, I was the top recruiter inside of the whole district. So much so that the Navy says, hey, you should be a permanent recruiter. So I became a permanent recruiter. And I ended up, uh, after 14 years of serving, I ended up finishing up where I was a district trainer for the Jacksonville region. So it's like basically most of the East Coast, I was yeah. the guy that trained all of the folks over there, over 172 recruiters using the five steps of the sale. Amazing. That's, that's fabulous, fabulous. That's great. And and if you could share like a little bit, you know, about, you know, sales is a process, Paul. And and a lot of times we get caught up in, in you know, hey, I want the results. I want the results, you know, but we're not willing to kind of change to do the things that are necessary to generate those results. Like we just want the results, but if you're not going to change how you think or how you look at things, you may default right back to the same old ways. What are some things that you could share from the five steps or if anything pertaining to like where people could start to, you know, be open to change, you know, and so that way they're able to build a, a stronger foundation that has legs now to now persuade and seduce and close more business. Well, Chris, you know, the five steps of the sale technique is, is precise and I'm going to go over them one by one. Very that would be fabulous. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't go in deep. So let's just say that this precise system, the five steps of the sale, conversation, curiosity, conviction, desire, and close. This, these techniques, they have to be accompanied by strong mindset, which means, which means the nuclear mind, which we wrote inside of the book, the five steps of the sale, the nuclear mind. What happened to me was this back in the nineties, when I was thrown to be a salesperson, I was thrown in there, thrown. I had to survive. So my crying about divorce and my crying about not getting sales had to be squashed. And what I did was I said, wait a second. The first thing I've got to do is get my me time in. So I wake up, when I wake up in the morning, I'm laying in the bed. This is the nuclear mind. The nuclear mind is this. You wake up and you ask yourself, what are you feeling right now? And we call that check your mood meter. So you ask yourself, what are you feeling? Well, I answer, I don't feel good. My back hurts. Um, I want to sleep some more. I'm worried about paying the bill. I just made a sale, $20,000. I don't need to get up. It doesn't matter. Ask yourself, what are you feeling right now? Then after you do that, then you say your mantra. So you have to create a mantra. My mantra for the past 30 years have been, I'm the world's greatest presenter. That's what I said. I'm the world's greatest presenter. I was saying that since the 90s. 
when I say the mantra, then my thoughts start to get regulated. Oh man, I should get up. No, don't get up. It start to get regulated, right? Then you jump into action, jump out of the bed. When I jump out of the bed, I get with mother earth. I sit on the floor or I go under a tree or I go for a walk or I do something. And that's when we do the PE, it's positive expectations. This is the secret sauce. I learned that when I took my me time and I started to do the PE, even my daughters do it. My daughters, my daughters right now, 31 years old, 17 years old. They see daddy doing this for years and they do it. If you ask them, uh, what is the PE? They're gonna say, oh, that's a positive expectation. They know it. What you do is, Chris, you would just look at the calendar and you say, okay, I got a meeting with Chris. After that, I've got a listen appointment. After that, I'm gonna teach this class. After that, I'm gonna do this. After that, I'll pick up my daughter from school. After that, you see the events. Then you start to visualize it. That's the secret sauce right there. You meditate. Wow, some deep breaths and you say the meeting with Chris is phenomenal. I feel it. Oh wow, everything is great. And you feel the feeling. After the meeting, the listening appointment is great. I could see them signing the contract. It's done. Then after that, my lunch, it tastes so good. I pick up my daughter, she give me a kiss. I feel it on the cheek. It's crazy, it's crazy. But you do this and you practice this, it's called the PE. This is how you get your mindset going. So the first thing is in sales, you have to get your armor up because you're gonna get beat down every single day. Yeah. Now, when you put this all together, all right, and you get yourself ready, now what is the five steps of the sale? The five steps of the sale is five unique steps. Step one is conversation. You need to make a conversation with a client or a prospect, and you need to establish a couple of things. There's some milestones. You have to get the prospect to like you, to listen to you, to trust you, and to believe you. And they have to believe in you as a person. After you establish those things right there, when you know that they trust you, they believe it, you can even say to them, oh man, we're having a good conversation here. I like your glasses. I have one just like that. You could use techniques to do this. There's three techniques. The association technique, the mirroring technique, and psychological reciprocity. When you use these three techniques, it causes you to get liked, trusted, believed in. When you know you've established that, then the next thing is a fact find. This is where you ask your client, what do you want? What do you need? And what their DBM is, their dominant buying motive. It's an emotion, it's a feeling that they're gonna get when they get their want and their need. You have to ask that. And every time that you ask, you confirm each time. Building the trust, building the trust. That's step one. Step two is curiosity. After you recognize what they want, need, and their DBM is, you restate it to them. You said, is this what you want? And is this what you need? They said, yes. And I said, okay, wonderful. Then you raise your energy. I know exactly how to get that for you. My goodness, wait until I show you my presentation. It's called curiosity. Now they're sitting up in the chair with the big ears and they're like, oh man, yeah, Paul, show me that house. Paul, show me that product. Paul, let me see that glasses. I want to buy that glasses. It doesn't matter. Paul, show me that car. Let me see that car. 
bong, show me that life insurance policy. It does not matter what the product is. You get them curious. All right, so that's step two. Step three is conviction. It is like a judge. Sold! <laughs> the judge says, sold, right? Okay, in conviction, you are going to make the most impeccable presentation. This is where you lay it out. It has to, it has to adhere to all the learning styles. People have learned visual learning styles, audio learning style, kinetic. Some people learn when they move, you know that? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so you've, got to, you've got to adhere to all of that. So when you're giving your presentation, you've got to touch on all of these things to see what resonates with the prospect and then ride the wave. It's like a surfer. Okay. When you're doing the presentation, the secret part of the presentation is you must include the client's want, need, and DBM. When they told you in the conversation what they wanted, it has to be detailed in your brain and you should write it down. And you need to present it back using the same language, the same tonality, all of that inside of the presentation. So now, when you give that presentation and you lay out the want, need, and DBM, there's something that we call the undeniable truth. And the undeniable truth in the five steps of the sale, what we teach it is that towards the end of the presentation, you are going to give three samples of their desires. For example, you said that you wanted this blah, 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 blah. I have clearly showed it to you. That's one. You said that you needed to get this product and here it is. I clearly show you this is the solution. And then three times. You also said that once you get this product, it's going to make you feel good. And here is the feeling. Aren't you feeling it now? Three. You have to do it three times. It's called the undeniable truth. And then along the way, you have to do trial closes. And trial closes is you just simply saying, okay, can't you see yourself in this already? Can't you see yourself in this car? It's a trial close. How do you feel? You know, if you're dealing with uh, real estate and you say to a seller in a presentation, a trial close, you could say a trial close like, well, I could get the open house going tomorrow. Is that a good thing for you? Uh, tomorrow, one o'clock or 2 p.m.? Which one is better? It's a trial close. If you're dealing with a buyer for real estate, you could say, okay, how does this property, how do you feel about this property? What would you like to offer? <laughs> Trial closes. I could give so many examples, Chris. If you're doing a life insurance uh, meeting and you're sitting with a husband and wife right at the dining room table, you could say to them at the end of the presentation, look at the cash value accumulation in this policy. Can you imagine how it's going to help you in the retirement? Do you feel good about it right now? Ask them those questions. Yes, we do. Okay, wonderful. Here's the pen. Let's get let's get the policy enforced. So that is step three. Step four is desire. And desire is nothing more but objection handling, Chris. It's all about objection handling. Because no matter, sometimes when you do a presentation and you get connection and all of that, it still might have a little rocky road. But don't worry. An objection is nothing more but just a question in this. Yeah. That's it. It's just a question in disguise. The client is just either testing your conviction. They want to really make sure you know what the hell you're talking about. Or they, they just have a hidden concern. But we teach 
it is, you know, that's why I say, Chris, the five steps of the sale is a secret sauce. It is because 29 years I've held it a secret. It, it's just released April of 2022. We released all these years. I've kept it. Now let's get back to this. The, the step four, when you're handling objections, the way to do it is you take the objection and you just turn it into a question and you use verbal bridges. Mm. Verbal bridges are all, you got to take the sting out of it. So somebody said, so here I am with Chris and I said, Chris, this is a great pen. And you know, here's the pen and uh, uh, it's going to serve you good in signing all the papers and it's only $500, Chris. And here you go. <laughs> now, Chris says, well, wait a second, Paul, um, $500. You know, I'm not sure that it's worth $500. That's an objection. The way to handle that would be just like this and I'll role play it. Well, Chris, I can understand how you feel. Others have felt that way. And that brings up a question. And the question is, what is the value of this pen for $500? Is that the question? Yes. You see what I'm saying, Chris? This, how smooth is that? It's not confronting. It's not, you know, it, it, this thing, I don't get it. How some salespeople don't understand this process. But this is yeah, it's the part like, like you said, disguising the impact in the question and empowering them to answer. Yes, that is that is step four. And then finally, finally, step five, obviously, is close. And there is a secret to close. But Chris, I'm not giving out the secret on this show. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to know what that is when contact yes. Paul. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, that, that's great. No, I no no worries. Now you gave you gave a, a great insight, and 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 if you could share, Paul, you know why is this so important for sales organizations? And that you're talking about, especially like realtors, financial advisors, insurance agents, like where they heavily rely upon their sales arm of their business. That's what drives their business. You know, Chris, it is very important because it's all about the conversions. Yeah, you are a sales organization. I mean, you're talking about big sales organizations, small sales. It doesn't matter. Most in every industry, every business requires sales. Mm. If you don't have a systematic approach in your sales team, they are not being effective as much as they can be. That is point blank. That's it. Yeah. So let me just say this: the conversion. Just think about the conversion. If your sales team is doing, let's say, X amount, what would it be like if you were to increase their efforts and their capabilities by 70%? Yeah. Just do the math. Do the math. 70% more conversion. What would that mean to your business? That's a lot. Yeah. Crazy. crazy. Simple. No, Simple so process. True. So true. Wow. There's so it's such powerful information that that you're sharing here. Well, anything else before, like, because we're getting near the end of the show, I want, and I want to make sure we introduce you, but any closing comments that you would like to make in this next minute to kind of sum up everything that you talked about today? Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Chris, thank you so much for being here. Everyone that is watching, listening, thank you so much for paying attention. Just remember, in order for you to be successful in your business as a entrepreneur, you must have some sort of systematic approach. And when you're thinking about doing your sales presentations, you must take the morning or before you do the presentation to meditate. You must take some time to visualize that thing happening. You've got to get the right mindset in the game. 
That's the first thing. Secondly, you've got to control the whole process. That means controlling your emotions, their emotions, everyone around you. You have to be the great presenter. The five steps of the sale allows you to do that. It's conversation, curiosity, conviction, desire, and close. It's a systematic approach. And when you do that, you are closing 99% in your presentations. It works. Now, wow. I've got to tell you this. It was a secret for me. It was a secret for 29 years. In 2022, I sat with my oldest daughter and I said, sweetheart, I'm not sure if I want to, if I want to like give this out, you know, we should keep it as a family secret. I said it, I said it. She said, daddy, daddy, no, no, we should help the people. And that's why I said, well, how the heck am I going to help the people? All these years I've been trying to give them here and there, but I don't, I can't give the secret sauce. How do I protect it? So I said, you know what? Write a book, write a book and get it, get it put, copyrighted into the library of Congress. And now it's there. It's authentic. It's protected for you and me, Chris, and for the world. The five steps of the sale is there. Go get it. Go get it. Amazing. Well, we want to make sure people get their hands on this book. Paul, I want to personally thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be here today with us sharing this world. And I know there's more to share that we'll have you on a future show. What is the best way that people listening right now and those listening later can get, you know, get to know you, what you're up to and what anything you'd like to provide them? The best way, Chris, for anyone to get a hold of me and to see what's going on is simply just to go to our website, the five steps of the sale, but it's a five. So it's the, and then number five, stepsofthesale.com. Uh, or to make it easier, you could simply just type in the browser, Paul R. Atkinson. So it's Paul R. from Ricardo, Atkinson, A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N.com. You'll always find me. Well, we're going to make sure, Paul, that, you know, that URL and is going to be in the show notes so everybody can get in contact with you again. Thank you very much for being here and taking the time out of your schedule to be with us here today. Chris, it's a pleasure. And thank you very much, everyone. All the best. Thank you. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Business Influencers. Again, people from Tal Radio and the Touch of Life Foundation, we are committed every week through this show to bringing in experts like Paul in to share their words of wisdom and insights to elevate your level of success in business and your personal brand to the next level. If you like to hear uh, some new content that has never been here shared here before, reach out to us and let us know what, what you're looking at and what could help you in your business. You can reach out to us at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. That's Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.